0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: It's Friday at long last, and it's a day of abstinence. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, February twenty third, two 2024. Friday of the first week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the commemoration of St. Polycarp, bishop and martyr. Polycarp was born about 69 AD. He was the Bishop of Smyrna, a disciple of St. John the Apostle, and a friend of St. Ignatius of Antioch. He was a revered Christian leader during the first half of the second century. Only one of the many letters written by Polycarp has been preserved, the one he wrote to the Church of Philippi in Macedonia. At 86, Polycarp was led into the crowded Smyrna Stadium to be burned alive. The flames did not harm him and he was finally killed by a dagger. The centurion ordered the saint's body to be burned. St. Polycarp was martyred in the year 155 AD. St. Polycarp, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Come Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's Sacred Heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the mass, with our prayer, works, sufferings, and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. This Lent is a beautiful opportunity to enter the desert with Jesus. I was struck last weekend when we heard the Gospel account from Saint Mark this year last Sunday, about Jesus being led into the desert by the Spirit. The Spirit is the one who leads Jesus there. And then St. Mark says he was there for 40 days. He was with the wild beasts and the angels ministered to him. That's it. That's all he says. In St. Matthew's account, in St. Luke's account, we're used to hearing the particular description of the temptations Jesus went through to turn a stone into bread, to jump off the parapets of the temple and be caught by angels to win all these kingdoms of the world if he bows down before Satan. But St. Mark doesn't go into the detail of the temptations. He simply says, he was there for 40 days. (laughs) It's a really quick, brief, we could say, brief description, St. Mark's Gospel Is characterized by a a brevity. He's really brief with the things he says. He doesn't go into too much detail. But on Sunday, I really felt that Jesus, St. Mark, was pointing me to the poverty of the desert. That when he talks about you going into the desert for 40 days and not saying very much else, there was no narrative or description to bathe in. It was as if the words themselves were the barren desert, was nothing in them. Very little description. Jesus, I feel very much that in this year where we're reading through the Gospel of St. Mark on Sundays, it's an opportunity for me to feel the poverty of the desert this Lent. That whatever I might have taken on myself as a, a Lenten discipline, a Lenten practice, maybe I've given something up, maybe I've taken something on, Whatever I'm choo- however I'm choosing to mark this season of Lent, it feels important to let the desert be part of that experience and to feel my poverty within it. You know, I was thinking in the desert, the word that comes to mind for me is the word without. There are no easy places to shelter. There's no easy place to eat or drink or wash, or go to the toilet, or sleep. It's a place that's completely without the normal things I would put my trust in most of the time. And so the only thing really I can be sure of in the desert is my poverty. That's when it comes down to it. I just feel my poverty. Jesus, that can be my experience sometimes when I give up a comfort that I didn't realise how much I was placing trust in. For example, social media. Let's say maybe something we do this Lent is about social media. Well, in taking social media away from myself or limiting my use of it, it's only then I experience, whoa, how how much time that was taking from me and how I trusted it as a go-to. And now without it, I really feel it's lost. That's a good feeling. That's a really good feeling for Lent. It's a taste of the desert. A taste of saying, I feel my own poverty. In my prayer time, you know, it's really important in Lent to be focusing on our prayer, maybe being a bit more generous with our times of prayer or our focus when we're in a time of prayer. Well, there, that can be another taste of the desert. Very often we come away from our prayer Feeling, poof, you know, not sure not sure what I got done there. Not sure how useful that felt or not sure how effective that felt. That's good. It's good not to feel productive in our prayer. It's good not to rate our own prayer. We don't want to fall into that trap of, of rating it, of seeing, you know, I'll only pray because I know, you know, two plus two equals four. Right? Prayer, prayer gets me what I want. No, 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 not at all. Jesus, we don't go to our prayer because it's a, a productive use of our time. We go because it's at the essence of who we are as people. The essence of who I am as a human person created by my Father God. Called into communion by my baptism. Called to live here on earth. Union with God. Conversation with God. Friendship with him. I so need my prayer, but at the same time, it can feel so desert-like. I feel the desert. I feel my poverty. Maybe I'm sitting in a time of prayer, maybe right now, <laughs> maybe during this little reflection. Maybe I just feel, I don't know what to focus on. I don't know how to how to feel this more. Maybe that's how we, we say, I don't know how to feel when I'm praying. Maybe... Other people seem to get it or everyone else seems to understand how, how prayer works. I don't know how it works, Lord. St. maria Escriva spoke into this. He said, You know, we go to our prayer sometimes, we say, Lord, I don't know how to pray. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm doing here. And Saint Joseph maria says, As soon as you've said that, you've started to pray. Prayer is the dialogue of my heart where I actually am at the dialogue of my heart with My God, Jesus with you, who we're talking to even now. These words that I'm adding to our reflection might be helpful, they might be unhelpful. The key in these moments is that my heart says to Jesus, I want my heart to be yours. And that might not feel really nice or really warming, or we might not come away with a big smile on our face or having felt like God has blessed us in some way, we might not feel any of those things. And so it's a time, prayer specifically, is a time to trust. To trust that when I donate my time to God in prayer, when I'm generous with that, that itself is opening me up to God's blessing. This taste of the desert is essential. And one one aspect of our of our poverty and our prayer, our desert prayer experience, is the emotions that come up while we're praying. In the gospel today, Jesus, you talk about anger, anger that can harbour in our hearts. That word harbour, we talk about a harbour for boats when there's a wall or something to, to block them in so that they can rest in the harbour safely so they're not in the middle of the ocean. So some inlet where it's been designed such that the boats can go, it, it can happen with negative emotions it can happen with anger it can happen with lust can happen with pride it can happen with envy and jealousy these emotions that harbor on our heart and jesus you reflect back to us in the gospel today what this can do it can kill that's the word you use it can kill harboring anger in my heart towards my neighbor maybe very understandably maybe because my neighbor has hurt me. But if I harbour that, and I'm not willing to let that go, basically, if I'm not willing to forgive, if I'm not willing to allow God to work there, that anger kills, kills me, kills love, kills, in a sense, kills the other. Jesus, you speak in the gospel about, you know, you've heard it was said, do not kill. Well, I say to you, harbour anger in your heart and you are killing your neighbor. Gosh. Jesus, that word of yours challenges me. How often I can hold on to something that's been said, maybe when someone looked at me strangely, maybe when someone was off with me, or they they didn't see my point and then and then my point became obvious to everyone, or however we however it it originates, the anger can be deadly. And you tell me today, Jesus, to let that go. Our prayer is such an important place to let those emotions rise to the surface, to notice what's going on in my heart. If I never stop to ask that question, I never know where my heart is is dying and is killing. Those places of anger envy pride where i just have me at the center of my un- of my universe of lust to objectify others these places in the heart are the dark corners we could say that god can easily use for his kingdom jesus you can use everything in my heart only if i bring it before you that's that's the trick so jesus give me the courage this lent to sit in the desert with you in my prayer in my fasting my almsgiving, giving to feel the poverty of that moment to allow your grace to work on me mother mary we call you our lady of grace you're the one who's going to protect this season of grace in my life mother help us to be open to the work the lord is doing i give you thanks my god for the good resolutions affections and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation i ask you for help to put them into effect my immaculate mother saint joseph my father and lord my guardian angel intercede for me
1: and there's more of 10 minutes with jesus at relevant dot com and on the relevant radio app this liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app On Friday of the first week of Lent, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, in the invitatory psalm and the office of readings.
3: Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim
4: your praise.
3: Come, let us worship
4: Christ the Lord who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
3: The Lord's is the earth and And all its fullness, fullness, the The world and and all its peoples. peoples. It is He who set it on the seas, on the waters He he made made it firm.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Who Who shall climb climb the mountain of the the Lord? Lord? Who shall stand stand in in His holy place? the man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so so as as to deceive his neighbor. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
3: He shall receive blessings from the Lord and and reward from from the God God who saves him. Such such are the men who seek him. him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. O gates, lift lift higher your your heads. heads. Grow grow higher higher ancient ancient doors. Let him enter the the King King of glory. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering
3: who is the king of glory the, the lord the, lord, the, the mighty, mighty the valiant the, the lord the valiant in war
4: come let us worship christ the lord who for our sake endured temptation and suffering o gates, gates lift, high your lift higher
5: heads grow higher ancient doors, doors. let,
4: let him, him enter the, the king of, of glory come Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
6: Who
3: is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he He is is the the King King of glory.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
3: as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
7: Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid.
6: Rise Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid.
7: O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning,
6: is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Rise
8: up, Lord, and come to my
6: aid.
7: All powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me.
6: All powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me.
7: When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning,
6: is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. All powerful Lord.
7: Stand by me and defend me. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My My tongue tongue will speak
6: of your goodness all the day long.
7: O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng, I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning,
6: beginning is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen.
4: Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors, and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son, against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act.
6: My tongue will speak of your goodness
8: all the day long.
4: Turn back to the Lord your God.
8: He He is is kind and and merciful.
3: A reading from the book of Exodus. Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and procure lambs for your families, and slaughter them as Passover victims. Then take a bunch of hyssop, and dipping it in the blood that is in the basin, sprinkle the lintel and the two doorposts with this blood. But none of you shall go outdoors until morning. For the Lord will go by, striking down the Egyptians. Seeing the blood on the lintel and the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over that door and not let the destroyer come into your houses to strike you down. You shall observe this as a perpetual ordinance for yourselves and your descendants. Thus you also observe this rite when you have entered the land which the Lord will give you, as he has promised. When your children ask you, what does this rite of yours mean? You shall reply, This is the Passover sacrifice of the Lord, who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt. When he struck down the Egyptians, he spared our houses. Then the people bowed down in worship, and the Israelites went and did as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. At midnight, the Lord slew every firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh on the throne, to the firstborn of the prisoner in the dungeon, as well as all the firstborn of the animals. Pharaoh arose in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was loud wailing throughout Egypt, for there was not a house without its dead. During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Leave my people at once, you and the Israelites, with you. Go and worship the Lord as you said. Take your flocks too and your herds as you demanded and be gone, and you will be doing me a favor. The Egyptians likewise urged the people on to hasten with their departure from the land. They thought that otherwise they would all die. The people therefore took their dough before it was leavened, in their kneading bowls, wrapped in the cloaks on their shoulders. The Israelites did as Moses had commanded. They asked the Egyptians for articles of gold and silver and for clothing. The Lord indeed had made the Egyptians so well disposed toward the people that they let them have whatever they asked for. Thus did they despoil the Egyptians. The word of the Lord.
8: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
3: The children of Israel shall put the blood of the Lamb on the doorposts and lintels of their houses. This This blood will will be assigned to you. You have been redeemed by the precious blood of Christ,
7: the Lamb without blemish.
3: This This blood will will be
7: assigned to you. The second reading is from The Mirror of Love by St. Aylred, Abbot. The perfection of brotherly love lies in the love of one's enemies. We can find no greater inspiration for this than grateful remembrance of the wonderful patience of Christ. He who is more fair than all the sons of men offered his fair face to be spat upon by sinful men. He allowed those eyes that rule the universe to be blindfolded by wicked men. He bared his back to the scourges. He submitted that head, which strikes terror in principalities and powers, to the sharpness of the thorns. He gave himself up to be mocked and reviled, and at the end endured the cross, the nails, the lance, the gall, the vinegar remaining always gentle, meek, and full of peace. In short, he was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb before the shearers, he kept silent and did not open his mouth. Who could listen to that wonderful prayer so full of warmth, of love, of unshakable serenity? Father, forgive them, and hesitate to embrace his enemies with overflowing love, Father, he says, forgive them. Is any gentleness, any love lacking in this prayer? Yet he put into it something more. It was not enough to pray for them. He wanted also to make excuses for them. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. They are great sinners, yes, but they have little judgment. Therefore, Father, forgive them. They are nailing me to the cross, but they do not know who it is they are nailing to the cross. If they had known, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. Therefore, Father, forgive them. They think it is a lawbreaker, an imposter claiming to be God, a seducer of the people. I have hidden my face from them, and they do not recognize my glory. Therefore, Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they are doing. If someone wishes to love himself, he must not allow himself to be corrupted by indulging his sinful nature. If he wishes to resist the promptings of his sinful nature, he must enlarge the whole horizon of his love to contemplate the loving gentleness of the humanity of the Lord. Further, if he wishes to savor the joy of brotherly love with greater perfection and delight, he must extend even to his enemies the embrace of true love. But if he wishes to prevent this fire of divine love from growing cold because of injuries received, let him keep the eyes of his soul always fixed on the serene patience of his beloved Lord and Savior. He surrendered himself to death and was counted among the wicked.
6: He
8: He bore bore
7: the crimes of of many. And prayed all the while for sinners. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them, they do not know what they are doing.
6: He He bore the crimes of many, and prayed all the while for sinners.
3: Let us pray. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, we pray, may be so conformed to the paschal observances that the bodily discipline now solemnly begun may bear fruit in the souls of all. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy
6: Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: One of the Lord's recurring teachings is you have to do better than the scribes and Pharisees. He gives some examples in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadiq, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples, if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, you're going to have to do more than just the bare minimum required. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew.
0: For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to the men of old, you shall not kill, and whoever kills shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you, Be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Make friends quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, you will never get out Till you have paid the last penny.
1: This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The sacrament of penance is vitally important, of course. But there are right ways and wrong ways to go to confession. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. We can lose the effectiveness of true penance, which is the turning of the heart towards God, if we fall into the temptation, rife both in ages gone by and in our day, of failing to admit that sin is something personal. In the first reading of today's Mass, the prophet Ezekiel warns the Jews of his time not to forget the great lesson taught by the exile. They had begun to see it as the inevitable outcome of the sins others had committed in times past. The prophet declares that punishment is a consequence of the actual sins of each individual. Through his words, the Holy Spirit speaks to us about our responsibility as individuals and consequently about personal penance and personal salvation. Thus says the Lord, The soul that sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. God wants the sinner to turn away from sin and to live, but he has to cooperate with God by his repentance and works of penance. As John Paul II says, Sin is always a personal act, since it is an act of freedom on the part of an individual person and not properly of a group or community. To unload man of this responsibility would be to deny the person's dignity and freedom, which are manifested even though in a negative and disastrous way, also in his responsibility for sin committed. Hence, there is nothing so personal and untransferable in each individual as merit for virtue or responsibility for sin. This is why it is a grace from God when we do not fail to repent of our past sins and when we make no attempt to cover up our present sins, even though they happen to be no more than imperfections. Failures to love. Let us too be able to say, For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. It is true that one day we confessed our sins, and our Lord said, Go and do not sin again. But sins leave their mark on the soul. When the fault has been forgiven, dispositions caused by the previous acts remain. Nevertheless, they are weakened and diminished in such a way as not to dominate man. Indeed, they persist more as dispositions than as habits. There also exist sins and faults which go unnoticed because of our lack of a spirit of examination, a lack of refinement of conscience. They are like tough weeds, the roots of which have remained in the soul and which we need to eradicate by means of penance to prevent them from springing up again and bringing forth better fruits. There are many reasons for doing penance during this Lent, and we must seek out specific little ways of practicing it. Mortification and meals, such as the abstinence commanded by the Church, living punctuality, keeping guard over our imagination and also with the advice of our spiritual director, of our confessor, other bigger mortifications which can help us to purify our soul and to make amends for our own sins and for those of others. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer.
3: Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Lord, Lord you will, will accept the, the true sacrifice offered, offered on your altar. altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. Oh, wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin.
6: My
5: offenses, truly, I know them my sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done.
3: That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived.
5: Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, and I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow.
3: Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt.
5: A pure heart create for me, O God O LORD, OPEN MY LIPS, AND MY MOUTH SHALL DECLARE
3: YOUR PRAISE. FOR IN SACRIFICE YOU TAKE NO DELIGHT. BURNT OFFERING FROM ME YOU WOULD REFUSE. MY SACRIFICE, A CONTRITE SPIRIT, A HUMBLED, CONTRITE HEART, YOU WILL NOT SPURN.
5: IN YOUR GOODNESS SHOW FAVOR TO ZION, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust, offered on your altar.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever.
6: Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew
3: no sin was made sin for us to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, you You will accept accept the the true sacrifice offered on on your altar. altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the the descendants descendants of Israel will
6: glory in the Lord's gift of of victory.
5: Truly with you God is hidden, the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against him. Those go in disgrace who carve images.
7: Israel, you are saved by the Lord. Saved forever, you shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages.
5: For thus says the Lord, the Creator of the heavens, who is God, the Designer and Maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in.
7: I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth, and I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right.
5: Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save.
7: Come here and declare in council together. Who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old? Was it not I, the Lord, besides whom there is no other God? There is no just and saving God but me.
5: Turn to me and be safe, all you ends of the earth, for I am God. There is no other.
7: By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word.
5: To me every knee shall bend. By me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power.
7: Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be
7: forever. forever. Amen. Amen all the descendants of Israel, will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Let us go
5: into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence
7: singing for joy. joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy.
5: Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock.
7: Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name.
5: Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal, is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age.
7: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is and will will be be forever.
6: forever. Amen.
5: With joy and gladness, we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you. Open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness
6: and truth.
8: Let us go into God's presence, singing for joy.
3: A reading from the book of Isaiah. Through his suffering, my servant shall justify many, and their guilt he shall bear. Therefore I will give him his portion among the great, and he shall divide spoils with the mighty, because he has surrendered himself to death and was counted among the wicked. And he shall take away the sins of many and win pardon for their offenses.
8: The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
4: God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare.
3: God God himself himself will set set me free free from from the the hunter's hunter's snare.
4: From those who would trap me with lying words.
6: And And from from the hunter's hunter's snare. snare.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
8: God God himself will will set me free from from the hunter's hunter's snare. snare.
4: If your virtue does not surpass that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven.
8: Blessed be the Lord,
6: the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies
1: to to shine shine on those who dwell dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to
6: to guide our feet into the way way of peace.
8: Glory to to the Father, and to the the Son, and and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit,
6: as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, and will 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 be forever. forever. Amen.
4: If your virtue does not surpass that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Let us pray. Thanks be to Christ the Lord, who brought us life by His death on the cross. With our whole heart, let us ask Him.
6: By by your death, raise us to life.
4: Teacher and Savior, you have shown us your fidelity and made us a new creation by your passion.
3: Keep us from falling again into sin.
4: By your your death,
3: raise raise us us to life. life.
4: Help us to deny ourselves today
3: and not deny those in need.
4: By your your death, death,
3: raise raise us to life. life.
4: May we receive this day of penance as your gift
3: and give it back to you through works of mercy.
4: By your your death, death, raise raise us us to life. life. Master our rebellious hearts
3: and teach us generosity.
4: By your death, death, raise raise us us to to life. life. We pause now to express our own needs and those of our community.
8: By By your your death, raise us to life.
4: Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us.
8: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
7: Thy kingdom come,
8: thy will be
6: done,
8: on earth as it is in heaven.
7: Give, Give us this day our daily, daily bread, and, and forgive us our, our trespasses, trespasses, as, as we forgive, forgive those who trespass, trespass against us, and, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver
6: us
3: from evil. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, we pray, may be so conformed to the paschal observances that the bodily discipline now solemnly begun
1: And so we start to wind down the first week of Lent. Don't forget today's a day of abstinence from meat. And as I always say, if you don't eat meat anyway, find something else to abstain from. Something that you are otherwise entitled to and hopefully that you normally like. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sodick. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group.